Hello and welcome to a special edition episode of the Awesome Village. My name is Greg and joining me is... John. Glenn. Ryan. Um, so, you know, it, it's kind of timely because, you know, when last we spoke to you guys, Glenjamin had come back from his uh, travails into Galaxy's Edge. And, and back from Batu. We actually had, uh, you know, uh, talked before about Star Wars Celebration, so we, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, we don't really care for Star Wars here at this <laughs> podcast. We don't what? like to really talk about it. We're not the toxic um, Star Wars fans. So essentially, we're we're going to give you some smatterings as to what uh, happened in and, and, and Anaheim. Yeah. In, in, in Anaheim. This is where the fun begins. Yeah. Did you see that video? Yes, I did. The place went nuts when he said that. You mean I get to come with you <laughs> on your starship? This is so wizard. Pod racing is wizard, Ryan. I don't know what you're talking. Do you think about. we get to see Kitster again? I hope not. One would hope. I don't want to see him. Okay. What about Baby Greedo? I would like to see him. He still can't high five. <laughs> well, well, I mean, if it was actual Greedo, you know how he ends up. Mm-hmm. So should we start with like we we had talked about this before, but the the non Star Wars stuff that was talked about at Star Wars the, Celebration, the Lucasfilm stuff that wasn't yes. Star Wars. Let, let's talk about that first. Willow. I am excited about Willow. I'm beyond I, I'm excited, so excited, excited for this. I, I love Willow. Like, I love that movie, and this series looks like it's going to be phenomenal. Anything because it's taken it Davis seriously, that's why. It's not like, because, I mean, they did, Warwick Davis had that, what was the name of his little show, where they kind of was joking about making Willow too. Life's too short. Yeah. But um, this looks awesome. I mean, they're, they're doing a Disney Plus Sequel that of the movie Willow from the '80s, directed by Ron Howard, written by George Lucas. Have we kind of noticed a trend with that though? We talked about last week, uh, Top Gun Maverick, how it almost like they took the source material a little bit more serious. It, maybe that's kind of what they're doing with this. We back when Willow was made, fantasy was kind of just laughable, and we've had stuff like Game of Thrones, you had Lord of the Rings, you that's had a, that's a good point. things like that. So I guess maybe we're taking it more seriously now. Yeah, I don't want it to be like Game of Thrones. Let's get that. No, I, I don't want it to be either. But I'm just saying we have we have things where it's like okay, we can take a more mature, you know, take on this. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, Ryan. Just because I mean, the, one of the charms of the original Willow is the levity, like the the brownies, the brownies, and the Val Kilmer's um, teeth, and the, and the other Girl Scouts. <laughs> that 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 great dental rag that can clean disgusting yellow teeth, and what just is, some of the like, I'll win this war for you. <laughs> Not a woman. Yeah, and he and then the love dust. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it, it's it's a great movie. Which I, I hope. So I have a feeling a lot of especially younger people didn't like when they see this. They're not going to know it's based on an original movie. So I hope this gets some uh, mm-hmm. some fresh eyes on, on old Willow. Yeah, and you know, um, if if any of you guys decide to revisit the original Willow, I want you to pay close attention to the uh. scene. When Willow jumps on a shield <laughs> to, to slide, I knew this was coming. and just pay close attention at the very end when he gets to the end of this mountain, the top-notch '80s visual effects of Willow on that sled. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Val Kilmer. I mean, when we did the Val episode, we talked about how cool he was as Meg Mardigan. Yeah. Looking at your leg, I'd like to break it. <laughs> <laughs> Tossing his swords around, I mean, it's just—it's such a fun, like, like, like Greg said, kind of like Lord of the Rings before it was a big thing. Yeah. Kai and the Bobbins. Kai and the Bobbins. Sounds like a band. It was a verbal cut. 
Sounds Bur- like their album. Burgle cut. Burgle cut, that's right. Oh, that tub of poop. <laughs> Forgot about him. And that, that bird shit on his face. <laughs> that's great. Willow's disappearing pig truck. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good name for a band. Willow's disappearing pig truck. But, um... The other Lucasfilm property that we had some, some news with is... Indiana Jones 5. I'm really not excited about well, this. Well, I think it's kind of cool that James Mangold's doing this one. Like a different, um, you know, bringing a new picture. You know, the, uh, and if if anyone else is going to do Indy, I could see James Mangold's style kind of fitting it. Um, is it what called did you... Indiana Jones in the second attempt? <laughs> <laughs> what did you... Search for more money. I mean, what did you guys think? I did not like the fourth one. Oh, not at all. I, didn't like it. I think I it's had be- fun with it, I, but I, don't I think it's better than its reputation. I would it's, agree it's, with it's, you. it's not as it's it's the weakest of them. I mean, I didn't think Harrison Ford he didn't he didn't seem recognizable as Indiana Jones. I think had I think that movie if it was released had it been titled anything else like if it was Alan Quartermain or something I think people would have really liked it. It's just it's gonna, Indiana Jones. It's been compared same. to the one of the three greatest adventure movies of all time. And his son is named Mutt. All right, which I actually thought that was kind of funny, but um, I said I don't, I don't think it's quite as terrible as the reputation, but it's definitely the weakest of the three. So I'm curious to see where it goes from here. Hmm. But we, I mean, we didn't really learn a whole lot. We got the first little picture of Harrison Ford with a flashlight, and um, they were doing this tribute to John Williams, and when he came on, Harrison Ford introduced him, and he did a bunch of the. I think he did the new Obi Wan theme that he. Uh, composed and a couple of the Star Wars themes, and he ended with the Indiana Jones theme, and then that's when they showed the picture. And um, I think they announced it was coming out in 2023. So, uh, yeah, it, I think it's I, you know I'm I'm excited for it. But, well, yeah, I mean I'll definitely be there to see it. Yeah, like I said, and, you know James, like I said, I just think James Mangold's a cool director, and I think that his style will fit indie pretty well. And now we jump on our spaceships and we go to space. Talk about the Star Wars. That's right. We got some things they released to the public, some things they just kept for the people at Celebration. So, yeah, I saw the picture of uh, Ahsoka and her parents from the yes, animated series. From the, the animated, that series. was adorable. Right, and um, so this is the what's the name of the um, the animated Tales of the Jedi? Tales is of the that? Jedi. Yeah, so we'll, we're gonna get kind of origin. Stuff for young Ahsoka. Um, I know they said Qui Gon and um, Count Dooku will each have one, and Liam Neeson's coming back. My son was asking if there was going to be one on Yoda, and I was like, I don't know, but that would be interesting if they did like an origin thing on where Yoda came from. Isn't there one with Yaddle? <clears throat> that would be cool. No, no, I think I saw something oh. about their the, like Yaddle's coming back in some form. And just because of his popularity with uh, Dave Filoni, uh, we'll probably see Plo Koon. Yeah, I think we're going to see Mace Windu, I think they said too. Yeah. As long as we don't get Kai out of Mandu. I don't care what happens. Your thoughts dwell on your mind. I don't care about that cone head. <laughs> What's about the droid attack from the Wookiees? <laughs> so, but yeah, that's Tales of the Jedi. I don't think we got a release date, but they just announced that they were, they were in the process. Of it looks like the same animation as Clone Wars. It right? does. Yeah. For uh, for Ryan's next birthday, I'm going to get him a Kiatamunde cake. That'd be cool to cut, you I would, cut into yeah, him. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind cutting into him. Slice his little head off. Come on! <laughs> you take the, the, the tip, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> take the tip of Kaiatamundi's head. So, I guess staying with animated, we also we we actually got to see the trailer for season two of The Bad Batch. Yeah. Oh, that was a good trailer. Very good trailer. That looked like there's going to be a, a Wookiee Jedi in it. 
I guess that's the same one that got the. Uh, it was a clone. Was it Clone Wars? With, yeah, with, he was, he was yeah. yeah, with the Soka, whatever, yeah. and they were picking the Kyber crystals. Mm. I but, think, uh, yeah, it, it looks really good. Um, Bad Batch was good. It wasn't great. It was good. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, it was cool as like a sequel to yeah, to yeah. Clone Wars. Um, I do think it'll be interesting to see what happens to all the clones, and I mean, we got a taste of. We got hints of what the Empire is trying to do with all of them. Yeah, and in the trailer, they do show um, the Emperor <coughs> yeah. having like a press conference. So, um, so. You from Fox News, your yeah. question. They're also going to do another season of Visions. Right. Um, which, did y'all watch any of that? Yeah, it was good. I watched like two episodes. It was okay. Um, it was different. Yeah. I mean, you know. I, was, I was surprised he wasn't in Doctor Strange. Jesus. Jesus, this fucking guy. <laughs> it's okay. It's like it's Japan animation style with lightsabers. It's all right. I didn't. I didn't love what I saw. I think I watched two episodes. One I liked. One I didn't. And I kind of just never went back to it. Maybe I'll watch it all when the next season comes out. Amazing. So is that all? The I think that's all stuff? the animated all stuff. The stuff. So now we'll go to the live action. So there's Andor. I they, love that trailer. Yeah, I like the character. I'm glad we're getting more of, of Cassian Andor. And evidently, they must have a lot of. Um, uh, they, they must be something pretty special because they've already announced the second season, and yeah. this, this, it hasn't even premiered the first season yet. But um, I just think it's cool that uh, the Mon Mothma character's back, yeah. played by the same actress. And uh, I don't know. I just. The whole thing that it being like a, a gritty kind of spy thing with um, the rebellion uh, and, you know, kind of the opening of the, you know, when the Empire first started taking over. I think that's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Right. I saw the, the girl who plays Mon Mothma is the one that was uh, Merc Lapidus's blind wife in episodes. The one that Matt <laughs> had the affair with. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's hilarious. But, um, I don't know. I was on the fence with Andor just because I felt like, well, I liked his character in Rogue One, but I mean, I thought like, well, what else do we need to know about him? I felt like we got everything. I, I, I'm worried that this is going to be like Solo. Solo wasn't bad; it just was unnecessary to me. Well, it, this, I mean, you got a little hint with Andor in, in Rogue One where he talked about him being in the fight since he was six years old, and um, I just think it's going to be cool to see like a, a straight up spy show. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the style they make the show in. Right. Like, maybe they go the route of Marvel and try and something completely... Like, no other Star Wars show would be like this. Right. And Data One is just always so good. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I'm excited. I do, thought that trailer was really cool. Do you think we get K2SO in this? I have a feeling they're keeping him for season two. Because they said, like, the first season, it's going to lead up until... I think they said five years before Rogue One. And then the second season's going to lead right into Rogue One. So I think K2 might... Pop up in season two, but I, I haven't. That's just me guessing. I don't know. I wasn't. I wish I. I, I was in Orlando. I wasn't in Anaheim. <laughs> so it's for Mandalorian. They announced that what season three is going to be February, right of twenty three, and that they're already starting to film four. Well, he's right. writing. Well, they're writing for, writing for, writing for and already. apparently they showed a lot of footage <clears throat> to the people in the ballroom from three, and there was a lot of stuff in man. At, you know, on Mandalore. But, um, cool. I was. Mem- I remember thinking that like the first two seasons sort of wrapped 
that whole story. Mm-hmm. I was, so I'm, one, I'm very curious where they go in season three. Well, it's almost from the people that were there and describing it, it almost sounds like um, Bo-Katan's almost going to be villain. like the villain. Which I don't really like that. Well, I mean, uh, villain, more of like an antagonist. Well, she's kind of been that way the yeah. whole time, but I don't want to And there's going to be a lot of more stuff with the, the Death Watch and her little group, so mm-hmm. it's... Um, it's gonna be cool. I mean, that's and you know, seeing you know that way he's got his new ship that you know from Book of Boba Fett. And he's gotta make some additions to that thing. Yeah, how do you like? I, I don't know. How, I, do you, I, how do you transport? I, I right, love. It's so small. I love the ship. It looks like him, but he needs more space. Well, it's got a trailer hitch on it. Just, yeah. He's got to add something to it, right? Like, you, some you know, truck nuts. Yeah. Go <laughs> get a utility trailer from Lowe's. Yeah, that's how, all you really. How's need. he gonna freeze people anymore and bring them on the ship? Well, it's pretty cold in space. <laughs> Can't just drag, just drag him. him. Don't be frozen by the time I get there. That's right. Uh, what else you got? <laughs> so Ahsoka. Yeah, this was kind of the. Apparently, um, they showed a lot of footage of this, but we don't. And they'd only been it. filming it for two weeks, and they they showed a bunch of stuff. Um, and the more that they talk about the show, it sounds like this is going to be. The season five of Rebels, but in live action. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, when Rosario Dawson came out, Chopper came out with her. Yeah, and, I saw the picture of it. Yeah, and then um, they announced the actress that's playing um, Sabine uh, from the from Rebels. If you've never seen that, and they showed a short clip that showed uh, the back of Hera's head when they were all kind of gar- gathering together, and um, there was a scene of uh, Sabine doing one of her. You know, paintings, and it was a sketch of uh, Ezra. So, um, yeah, that's. I think Luke's gonna pop up in this series. I wouldn't be surprised because if you remember where Rebels leaves off with um, Hera's child, uh, was it Jason? Zendula? Her and Kanan's kid. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on in Luke's little academy. Well, if you remember in Book of Boba Fett. Luke actually asked Ahsoka, he's yeah. like, I'm ever going to see you again. And she's just like, perhaps. And she walks off. Which, to was, go, ver- which was very Ahsoka. To go make her own show. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they did mention that Ahsoka was going to, they were going to do something where it was going to be kind of like a, like a Defenders kind of crossover between Ahsoka and Mandalorian and a bunch of, a bunch of them eventually. I mean, they're, they're all kind of like that. Yeah. So, um, so this is going to be fun. And then they announced a new show with... Skeleton, Skeleton crew. crew, and it will be starring they, Jude Law. They dug up Jude Law, <laughs> and it was it's they developed. The Jude Law and it was segment. developed by um, what's his name, John Watts, the one that directed Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. They didn't say anything else about it, though, right? Well, they they just said it's going to be about some what Jedi younglings on the run after Order sixty six, right? And it stars Jude Law, and that's yeah. that's all we really so know. So I don't know if he's a villain or if he's somebody. He should play the same him. character he played in AI. Oh the, God, the pimp bot. Yeah. <laughs> Jigolo Joe. Yeah, Jigolo Joe. What do you know? <laughs> that was a very disturbing film. Yeah, it was. Bicentennial Man, on the other hand. <laughs> I kinda, I vastly kinda... underrated. Yeah. And what, they just gave us a little bit of news about the, the next films. And very little. Very little. They did, yeah, they were very light on the details for the films. Just Taika Waititi's is going to be the next one. And which... they're, they're going to take place after the sequel series. Right. Well, they, they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't even say anything about when Taika Waititi's takes place, right? Right. Oh, it's just the next trilogy. His is his is just a, a film. We don't know anything about like when it takes place, but the series, like whatever comes out after that one, is definitely after the sequel trilogy. But Taco Waititi's, who knows what the hell it's going to be? It's uh, plus because it's him who like maybe he's going to make Porkins, like like we like we should have. That would be glorious. A Porkins origin story. 
Forkin's a Star Wars story. What's, our... what's that one bounty hunter that you don't really see and it looks like he's got like a toilet on his head? Oh, that's uh, Dengar. <laughs> Dengar. <laughs> Who's the one that uh, has got the disgusting feet? That... Bosk. Yeah. What about him? We haven't seen anything with him. That'd be cool. <laughs> just just cool. one with that, that little group of bounty hunters. Yeah. yeah. That would actually be a cool show. Yeah. yeah. They should do like an animated series, kind of like Robot Chicken, but like can you imagine Admiral Veers having private conversations with the bounty hunters trying to give them the rules of a Star Destroyer? Like, like you guys can't go into these areas during these well, hours well, when you're on board. Well, Robot Chicken kind of did that because I remember Bosk was like, when that, that scene in Empire Strikes Back where he was saying, am I, why am I the only one that was uh, polite enough to take my shoes off when I entered the house? <laughs> and then when, you know, they're all leaving, he's like tying his boots like, why are you? <laughs> and Breckenmeyer was Boba Fett. They should actually do a, a thing like that Batman animated series episode where all the bounty hunters are on a table Almost swapping got stories. <laughs> that would be kind of a cool one. Yeah. So we had briefly paused for a second. We've uh, we, we've lost Glenn. Not like you know misplaced him, but Glenn had to. Had we know to, where he is. Yeah, we yeah. know where he is. He he left for a bit. I had to step out. That's so uh, so we're going to continue our conversation since we've had so many uh, new projects announced for the Star Wars universe, and because it's such a rich you know, timeline of things. We have all kinds of stuff. Uh, we want to talk about some of the, the projects that we would like to see because yeah. now we have options. Because obviously Kathleen Kennedy listens to our podcast and we're going to get through to her. She very clearly does. Listen and to yeah, she does. No. Um, well, she does. If she did, after listening to your review of The Last Jedi, well, I mean, she, she probably doesn't anymore. Well I, mean, we do, well, I mean, we do have, you know, the whole trilogy on hold because of that probably, yeah. No, it's because of Knives Out, which they did talk about that, by the way. I know, I know, I heard. So yeah, the we forgot to mention that, though. They did mention the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Apparently, it's still a go. But the way they're talking about it, it's like it, it's like it would be made like five years from now. Because I think he's doing like two Knives I, Out movies. No, no, he had, I thought he had like five of them. Maybe so. Like, he's doing like a He's a doing shit, a series for Netflix. I know he's doing a shit a ton of Knives of Out. So it's like, if they're saying... This is their... I th- honest, let me be honest with you. I think, and I'm not, not because of wishful thinking or anything like that, I think this is their way of saying... This is their way of kind of slowly like making it fade into obscurity, and then eventually it's like, well, he's got his other stuff to do. Well, I can tell you this: like, regardless of what you think of the Last Jedi, in my opinion, I think they should have went with the original script for Duel of the Fates, if that is real. Well, I mean, honestly, like compared to what we got, I think that that would have been a better follow-up. It would have been more cohesive. Yeah, and again, that's and that's that's where it, I think that was the mistake that was made. I mean, but anyway, whatever. We, Wait, let's not talk about that. Let's We're not get into hopeful that. Hopeful good things. Yeah. Well. So, like, like when Star Trek came back with, like, Picard and all that shit, it's, it, it was all good. I mean, I, I like all that, but I like to move the current storyline forward. That's what I liked about Picard, though. We were seeing further right. in the future. So it, it's, it's, but, I, but I also wanted to see, like, more from the storyline from, like, the Enterprise, what's going on with that shit. So I am excited about a new set of films. I mean, I like how they're re- sort of pressing the reset, doing some really good, really good TV. But I want to know what they're doing with films. I agree with that. But what I, I kind of the first thing I would kind of like to see is because we have the visions thing. What if we did an animated series that made expanded universe stuff, stories that we had already had in the expanded universe, kind of like DC does for the the stories they have on. They make animated versions of their stories, like the Killing Joke and stuff like that. What if they made a, a Heir to the Empire Thrawn trilogy with Luke and everything like that? And that would please a lot of fans that love those things and get to see it in another form. Mark Hamill could do some voices and things like that, but make it an animated 
like animated movies. Yeah, like, and you know what else? Disney Plus. What was that? Uh, was it Shadows of the Empire that took mm-hmm. place in between um, Star and, Wars and Empire Strikes yeah, Back? Yeah, and that way they're not canon, so you right. can just. And I mean it. I mean Shadows of the Empire. I don't think was was that considered not canon. Well, no, but what's not none of that now is is considered canon. All those books back then are. Not but well, that, that book but they, wasn't after they Jedi. Had a very, so that's why but here's the thing, though: they had a very interconnected. They all had to kind of make sense with each other, and a lot of them did. There's not like there's a lot of continuity interconnected between them, but you can get to see stuff like Mara Jade and Ben Solo. I mean Ben uh, Skywalker and all those kind of things. I don't know how far they'll. I don't think they'll go as far as the Mara Jade thing. Because it sort of goes. Fans really love that character, but, like, but I don't know how you put her well, in without. Luke. Well, how? Uh, like I never read the novels. How did he get married? Because he understands the attachments forbidden. Well, it, because this is what's so interesting. Luke's Jedi Order in the novels and the expanded universe. It wasn't. It, he he realized the mistakes of the Jedi a lot, like they do. It, where people think thought they were kind of going with the sequel trilogy too is more of a, a mixture of Sith, like gray Jedi kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Would have been uh, a better way to go, and Luke's very much like that. In this, this he he realizes that the hubris of the Jedi were basically like you can't really forbid attachment; you have to kind of have both. So he starts his new Jedi order, and Mara Jade is actually uh, in the heir to the Empire where Thrawn, Thrawn debuts. She's the Emperor's old hand, like it was, you know, she was like his, his right hand, uh, and basically is kind of pissed at the Jedi and whatnot. She's hunting Luke, so. Throughout the course of that story, they kind of become, you know, close and they're friends, and then she hangs out with them, and then they fall in love, and then they have this, their son Ben, which, you know, him him naming his son Ben makes a lot more sense, I think, than Leia and Han naming their son Ben. Although now with what we're seeing in Obi Wan. Oh, may, oh, good point. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah we yeah. talked about that. So yeah, um, that would be interesting. I mean, I think they could do a lot with the animated stuff, like. Uh, I don't know what they're planning to include of sequel trilogy characters in the new films going forward, but you could certainly bridge the gap with animated stories involving the sequel trilogy characters. Like, does um, Finn become a Jedi? Does he learn the Force? Mm-hmm. You got hints of it in Rise of Skywalker. Like, that would be interesting. I'd like to see a whole show that just focuses on like Force users that are not Jedi or Sith. They're just they're just Force sensitive. And... That's a really good idea. Because like you kind of get that. There's hints of Leia being force sensitive in Kenobi, like yeah. her her kind of knowing what people think that the cool, you know, read off she gives to her cousin. Um, but I, I like that, like people who are connected to the force with no training and kind of what they do with it. Yeah, like the broom boy. No comment. I mean, he he's exactly what you're talking about. He's not but trained. I mean, but I mean, well, like back in the in the in the prequel era, you know, they were they would sense these yeah, force right. sensitive kids and they'd go out and try to find them. Once all all the Jedi are gone, I mean, well, no, they, I mean, still, well, sure the, the Inquisitors there. hunted down yeah. like force sensitive children. Well, isn't that what was discussed? in Rebels? They talked about it in, in Kenobi. Didn't, isn't that what Camille Nanjiani's character is trying to do? He's trying to get, yeah, he's that, trying that, to like, he's, underground railroad. Yeah, that yeah. family. He's yeah. saying they're trying to get him away because the the Empire is going to be looking for. I, the and kid. I told him, I mean, I may be way off by this, but I'm honestly kind of wondering if Camille Nanjiani might be one of those people. I think he might be. One of what people? It would be kind like, of a cool like, reveal. Like he's force sensitive, but he's not really a Jedi. He's just acting like he's. That's part of his scam. But that would be cool. I don't think so. But that would be cool if that was his game. Yeah. What do y'all think of the uh, the girl who, who plays? Uh, oh, sorry, sort of V. The the Inquisitor, the the badass, the villain. The oh, the third Reva. sister. Reva. Reva. Yeah. Reva. I think she's. Pretty that, it actually starts with an R. Yeah, right? it does. <laughs> it does. It does have a V in it. It has a V in it. <laughs> 
I'm not. I'm not totally. <laughs> it contains off. of thee. Yeah, I think she's really cool too. Of course, you know, the toxic Star Wars fans, which I knew they would, are rebelling against her. And they're Lil actually Leia. They're saying a lot of racist stuff. Which she, I mean, she posted I, a little I, video. I, about I knew it. it was going to happen. And Lil Leia too is getting a little bit of backlash from the toxic fans. It's just insane. Star Wars is. It's become so toxic. If the heroes are not white men, then I don't have it. Yeah. But uh, I think she's good. Um, some people were complaining about her acting, and I'm like, she's a kid. Not not well. Yeah, that. She, but, I, yeah, Riva. But oh. I'm like, I think she's really good at it. I mean, the, the only, like I, I, when people complain about actors, I wonder if they ever consider the dialogue when they're saying these. Okay, things. Okay, I'll I'll tell you, people who complain about actors, and there are actors that you sh- you can complain about. Blade Springsteen. I knew you were going to say, but um. <laughs> <laughs> that like try try reading a, a script aloud and, and finding emotion in it like, that's yeah. a hard job to do so I really don't take a lot of people's complaints about acting oh, they, they, they can act very well I've heard you do voiceover like yeah. w- w- everyone's had that moment where you're sitting in English class and they say read this aloud and someone goes and the cow jumped <laughs> over the yeah and I mean look, I mean, look at the prequel trilogy like I mean some of that dialogue how is did just, Hayden is, Christensen is get through that mm-hmm. stuff and I mean like and it's but it's it's not just him. I mean, it's Hayden Christian. Some of you and McGregor's lines are bad. Natalie Portman. I mean, and look at their other bodies of work. They're good actors. I mean, look, Hayden Christian hadn't been in a lot, but I mean, like, look at Shattered Glass. That's I mean, like, yeah. he's a good actor. I think the the problem with the lack of chemistry between him and Natalie Portman it was directly tied to the dialogue. Because no no one talks like that. <laughs> but but apparently, you know, like they got that Rogue Squadron movie that they're working on. Patty Jenkins. Yeah. My, uh, it seems like, to- and I mean, I don't know. I just feel like Star Wars more than anybody, they have knee-jerk reactions to things. Like you were talking about Patty Jenkins was Hollywood but, but, gold, and then she made the second Wonder Woman movie, and it's like, oh, you suck now. But yeah. that's because we have instant gratification and instant instant consternation. So that's a, the, the whole thing is you have the internet, and like people probably had this visceral reactions, but they just didn't have an outlet to speak about it way back when, and now they have... The ability to be anonymous and bitch. So, I also think they need to just appoint like a head of the Star Wars division. Like we need Dave Filoni to take over. Like I completely agree. Like I mean, we need just one person saying, with his, for better or worse, he's gonna guide the ship. Yeah. I mean, Filoni and Favreau can do it together. Yeah, that that would. A lot of people are hoping that that happens. I'm one of those people. I, I don't I, understand what the holdup is. I mean, there. Look what they've done with the TV shows. Um. I mean, I honestly, I could well, tell you. Well, people that are in charge now that are holding on to their jobs. But, I mean, like, yeah, you, you look at, like, Ahsoka. I mean, that character went from a throwaway crap character in a stupid Star Wars Clone Wars movie. That to, movie was terrible. It was a terrible movie. And then they turned it into, that's the only thing Filoni done that, that was bad, as far as I'm concerned, was that, that movie. But then he turned it into an epic yeah. series, animated series, where that character has become, like, she's going to get her own show now, live action show. It's insane. Good stuff. It's a good time for Star Wars. I know a lot of fans don't think that, but it is. Not well. See, this is the the thing that where I can agree with you. It's it's a good time because there are a lot of options. It's like Star Wars fans are getting to see something Star Trek fans got to see a long time ago, which is having a bunch of choice mm-hmm. in terms of what you can watch. And I think that what we're seeing with these series, which is why I like that they're kind of getting they're figuring that kind of out, uh, is that we're getting different aspects of it. Like you, like to your point. I love Jedi's and lightsabers and things like that, but I never would have expected to love an entire show about just a Mandalorian walking around doing it. Like, yeah. making that interesting gives me a different twist on Star yeah. Wars that I didn't, you know, expect or, or 
and that's why I still feel like Solo didn't do well. Because, I mean, like, you've got the old fans of Star Wars, half of whom are Luke Skywalker fans, half of whom are Han Solo fans, but the new generation, they all just love the Jedi. So, I mean, Han Solo's... I like Han Solo, but, I mean, it's he doesn't have a huge fan base. There's no that, lightsaber duels in that movie, nothing, nothing like that. That movie was just unnecessary. It wasn't, I enjoyed it. I, mean, it's, I, I didn't hate it, but it was like... It was a fun heist movie. I really we didn't, enjoyed it. We didn't need it. I, I didn't think it was necessary. It's, it's because before episode you know a new hope han solo wasn't part of the wasn't part of the wars no star or otherwise yeah i think the one the only thing that i think is completely unnecessary in that film is the the giving of his name as solo like that that didn't have to even be in there at all oh we get to find out the origin of that name that could have been just his name did you see that there was a meme with um obi-wan going through that same little thing Going in the same little thing, and he's like, "It's uh, uh, Kenobi," and they're like, "What's what's your first name?" He's, "I've always just been Kenobi." <laughs> ben Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the only thing that I've always found funny about about you know him being uh, no, I'm not Obi Wan anymore. I'm Ben. Is like you kept the same last, <laughs> last name. name. I mean, he, in fairness, <laughs> it's he not like his last name Smith. Yeah. Well, so far he hasn't said his last name's Kenobi in the show. I'm wondering when he decides to start going by Kenobi again, because Luke knows who he is. Maybe he's talking about old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> you think? And that's why I love in the Family Guy thing when they they said this thing. Obi Wan Kenobi. I wonder if they're talking about old Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> Obi Wan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and the was the the Guardians of the Wills from Rogue One. I was like, that's and that's kind of goes along with it because they're not Jedi, but you know they're Force. Force sensitive. Oh yeah, I forgot about those. Guys. I'd like to see you know something more about them and their order. They're one with the force, and the force is with me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, like at the point in Rogue One, were they the only two left of that, I don't or know. were they just the only two that were like there present at the thing? I mean, I don't know. That would be cool. Because I feel like that you know that could almost be like a like a samurai type. Yeah, that would be a cool like they can do a whole series on that. Yeah. What about I mean? Oh wait, aren't they doing a um? An animated show for the High Republic? I'm not sure. Did they say? No, there, I mean, there's a series of books and comics. Is it books? I thought I had heard the something about. Right, yeah. I could be. I thought I had heard something about a show that they were considering before that, but I could be wrong. Well, there is the. Um, what's the one? The Acolyte or whatever. That's that, the one. We forgot yeah. to talk about that one. I don't know. They, well, they talked no, about they it. No, they, they, they didn't talk about it. But they, but they announced it. They announced it way back when, when they announced they, other projects that are not. Yeah. This, this but that takes place in the, the High Republic. Yeah, that's what I was right. thinking about. So we do have that coming, which that's something I've kind of always wanted to see. Yeah. And, I mean, that's also something that Yoda could be in because, I mean, that's... I think they said he's not. I think they had said he's not going to be in it. Because I've seen, like, some of the some of the illustrations of for some of the books that are not canon, and it's, like, Yoda, like, with hair fighting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Badass am I. Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to have them explore, you know, different things like trade agreements and... Uh, the taxation of trade routes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, again, i got to hand it to George Lucas, fleshing out that world a bit more. I get what he was trying to do with it. Probably didn't land like he wanted to, yeah. but getting to see more of that world. And, I like, like, to his point, when they did something different, like, he, he the prequel has a completely different feel for it than the, the Empire does because the Empire's just run down and we're going to slap some technology together because yeah. we're an oppressive regime. And then you get to see it in its heyday way back when. So the High Republic would be an interesting era to explore. Yeah, cool. Good times. All right, guys. Well, thank you for uh, listening to us prattle on yeah. for a bit. 
Uh, it's been a, a fun week. Remember, there are many ways to find us. Anchor Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and a host of other platforms. You may also find us on theawesomevillage.com, where when you do, you do help us out. This has been Greg. John. Brian. And Glenn. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Thank you.